This is KMTT, and today, Wednesday, we have weekly shir by Harav Yair Khan on principles of mezuzah and tefillin. Today, we're going to discuss how and where to put up the mezuzah. We're going to begin with the how, or more accurately, what exactly should be the posture of the mezuzah. Uh, and there's a big machok to show him whether the mezuzah should be placed vertically or horizontally, and it all begins with the Gemara and Aflam Gimel Amid Aleph in Menachos. The Gemara there says, Amrav Yehuda Amarav Asakimin Nagar Psula. If you place a mezuzah like a Nagar, it's possible. We'll see what, what Nagar means in a second. Nagar is a bolt. If you put a mezuzah like a bolt, it's possible. Any Vakiyasar of Yitzhak by Yosef, Amrakulu Mezuzah Devei Rebbe, Kimin Nagar Havu Avidan. All the mezuzahs in the house of Rebbe were made like bolts. Okay, I'm going to skip a little bit. Lokasha hadavida kasichta hadavida kiistavira. If you do it like a sichta, it's okay. If you do it kiistavira, it's possible. Okay, Rashi understands that the psul of nagar. I'll read Rashi. Shakava v'tachva b'safke nagar shetochvin hanagarim bekotel kazeh. That you that you drilled it into the wall horizontally, uh, like a bolt. And that's a psul. The mitzvah because the mitzvah is to put it vertically along the doorpost and not to drill it into the into the door. Later on, the Gemara says, "I in base Rebbe, it was made as an agar." So the Gemara answers, "Hake sichta, hake istavira." So Rashi writes, "Istavira." That's basically the istavira is the is where the foot is attached to the to the uh, to the to the leg. In other words, it's at you know there are two pshatim. In other words, it's at it's at a right angle. One shot is that you put the mezuzah into the into the wall, and it, it was folded. So part is horizontal, part is vertical. So since part at least is vertical, that's okay. It's tevira hainu makam kibra shukva regel, and according to one shot, it was put in folded. And therefore, it's okay. It's the vira kehechad makam chibra shuk varegel have a shuk zakuf memalav varegel shochet kazeh kachin nichem zuzah kishera over rosh achazakuf. Since part of it is vertical, even though the other part you drilled into the wall and it's horizontal, nevertheless, since part is vertical, that's okay. That's one pshat in Rashi. Uh, the other pshat in Rashi is that since it's talking about where the red, where the leg meets the foot. So part of that is vertical, part is horizontal. Uh, we're talking about a bolt that was placed vertically, and if the bolt was placed vertically, like the leg, then it would be okay. Uh, and if it was placed vertically, sometimes you have a bolt that goes up and down, it's vertical. If the, if the bolt was placed vertically, the mizuz was placed like a, like a bolt that was placed vertically, then it's okay. So it seems that according to Rashi, if it was placed horizontally, it's possible. And if you place it vertically, then it's kosher. Tosos, or basically Rabbeinu Tam, uh, argued on Rashi. And his main argument, we'll read it inside, Why should we place a mezuzah vertically? A vertical, placing it vertically is not derech kavod. And 
And if you would bury somebody in a vertical position, that's considered a kvuras chamar. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a very demeaning way to bury somebody. The Sefer Torah of Aluchol Shebaaron, Mushkav Lamu Umad, and a Sefer Torah, or the Luchos in the Aron, in the Aron Kodesh, the Luchos, the Shte Luchos, they were placed horizontally, they were, they were placed lying down. Uh, in, in, when we read from a Sefer Torah, Rabbi Tam lived in Ashkenaz, you read from a Sefer Torah when it's lying down. In other words, in order to place it in a situation of cover, you should lie it down. If you stand it up, then it's, you know, it, it, that, that, according to Rabbi Tam, was demeaning to the Sefer Torah because you're making it ki'ilu standing, stand up when you're sitting. You, you make them just stand up the entire time. And therefore, it's, it's demeaning. It should be placed at rest. It should be, it should be lying down. That's the proper way to have mezuzah. So the main question, and the Tosin is also going to ask on the Lashon Nagar and what it means and what's Estavir and what's Echta. He's going to ask all those questions. But, you know, those are very, very ambiguous terms. And you can learn it according to Rashi and you can learn it according to Rabbeinu Tam. The main thing that's bothering Rabbeinu Tam is that he feels that by placing it vertically, it's demeaning to the mezuzah. And therefore, Rabbeinu Tam goes even further then just the question of mezuzah, we have no parallel Gemara Rugani Tfilin, but, but Rabbi Tam later on in that same Tosas writes, V'chein Pashal Shal Tfilin, Nami Haya Omer Rabbi Tam, Sheminiach Mushkav Velo Meumad. That even the, the Pashal Tfilin, Pashal that he would place in Tfilin, he would have those Pashals placed lying down and not, and not vertically in the Tfilin, but rather horizontally in the Tfilin, because he felt that placing Pashals of Kedusha in an upright position, that was, that was very demeaning. So according to uh, Rabbeinu Tam, basically, Nagar means a vertical bolt. And if you make it, a ver- if you place it vertically, then it's possible. And if you place it horizontally, Kistavi would then be horizontal, like the, like the, like the foot, uh, then it would be kasher. Uh, but it troubled Rabbeinu Tam a little bit that the same term Nagar is used both vertically and horizontally. Uh, and therefore, what he said, when, when it says that Istavira is kasher, and it's like the foot, a foot is not, you know, horizontal and vertical, it's where the two meet. So what he wanted to claim was the, the Stavira is kasher because it's placed at a diagonal, right? And by placing at a diagonal, so the mezuzah is at rest, because it's, it's it, as if it's leaning, it's not standing upright, it's as if it's leaning, and therefore if it's at di- a diagonal, it's at rest. So even if we assume that the upright position is puzzle, because it's a zilzalist demeaning for the mezuzah, if it's lying down in a resting position, it's lying down, and I don't know exactly what angle Rabbeinu Tam would require, but if it's at a diagonal, then that would be okay. Right? So that's the Shita of Rabbeinu Tam. Um, in the Sefer Yashar, in uh, Simin Tafkufiyut Gimel, so Rabbeinu Tam begins... I can pass all the mezuzahs because all of them are standing up. In other words, first of all, Rabbeinu Tam is aware that the minog is like Rashi. Everybody basically places mezuzahs like Rashi. Rashi's shita has been accepted. And therefore, he comes along and says, I can pass all tefillin, I can pass all mezuzahs because according to Rabbeinu Tam, it has to be placed horizontally. Now, again, even though he might think that it's more proper 
to place the tefillin horizontally. He can't claim that it's possible because there is no such gemara that it's possible. But Rabbeinu Tam, you know, extends the din of mezuzah to, to tefillin. If tfil, if mezuzah is possible because it was placed in a dominion position, why should tefillin be any any better? And therefore, according to Rabbeinu Tam, he says, I could passel all mezuzahs, I could passel all tefillin. It all has to be placed horizontally, not not placed vertically. And then, you know, he says that, therefore we read from a Sefer Torah while it's lying down on the bima. Um, the, the luchos in the Aron Kodesh, in the Mishkan, in the Mikdash, was lying down. And one of the things that's bothering him is, you know, what about Aron's Kodesh? The Aron Kodesh that we have, the Sefer Torah is placed, and it's placed vertically. And according to Rabbeinu Tam, the Sefer Torah also should be lying down inside the Aron. Um, so he actually says, it's more time, I think, in Mordechai, that if I would build an Aron, I would do it that way. So yes, a similar line, but here it sounds like as if he really did build an Aron. Ukshebanisi Aron HaKodesh. There's a word here, it's a little bit difficult. Niskarti verchavti vefimidas ha'amada sifrei Torah miyushav derech kriyaso kesefer Torah munach pa'aron she'asamosha. Okay? He concludes the piece in Sefer Yashar that, you know, when I had them build an hour shul, I had them build an Aron Kodesh, I made sure they build it, you know, big enough so that you could take the Sefer Torah and you could lie them down and put them at rest in the Aron Kodesh. V'shalom al-Yisrael. That's what should be. In other words, these things really, really bothered Rabbeinu Tam. He had no source whatsoever, you know, for saying that a Sefer Torah has to be lying down and not standing up. But nevertheless, Rabbeinu Tam feels that that's the proper way to treat Kisra Kodesh, to have them placed at rest, to not force them to stand up the entire time. And therefore, mezuzah, tefillin, Sefer Torah, luchos in, in, in Beis HaMikdash, all of them are or should be horizontal. That's the shita of, of Rabbeinu Tam. So Rabbeinu Tam learns Nagar as referring to a vertical bolt, and that's puzzle, uh, and therefore it should be placed horizontally. If it's placed at an angle, you know, that's okay. Okay, Rashi, as we saw, has the opposite approach. According to Rashi, it should be placed vertically, and if it's placed horizontally, then it's puzzle. Um, of course, uh, the post can point out that according to Rashi, a diagonal would also probably be okay. And therefore the reason that you know most of us place mezuzahs in a diagonal way is in order to cover both Rashi and Rabbi Notam. Again, there might be discrepancy about the angle that's needed for both, but I would imagine a 45 degree angle would be okay for both. You know, if it would be at a, you know, 85 degree angle, would that be good enough for Rabbi Notam? I don't know. If it would be at a 20 degree angle, you know, almost lying down, would that be good enough for Rashi? I don't know. But if you put it at a you know more or less a forty-five degree angle, um, that should be okay to both. Sometimes the doorpost is not wide enough, and you have to uh, play around with it a little bit. I would imagine that it's better to put it more vertically. Basically, the halakha is like Rashi, and to put it you know closer to vertical rather than close to horizontal in a case where you can't put it exactly at a forty-five degree angle. Okay. In any case, the question is, you know, Rashi is uh, Rabbeinu Tam is very, very, very expressive of his opinion. Um, but what, what was the shita of Rashi? Why did Rashi feel that the, that the mezuzah specifically had to be placed uh, vertically and not horizontally? 
So if we take a look at the Nimuke Yosef, we have something very, very interesting. Nimuke Yosef is found on the Rif, and he writes, it's Psula, why is a Kemin Nagar, why is horizontal puzzle? The mitzvah lekava b'zakifa kesefer Torah ba'arono shehudera kava, because the mitzvah is to place it vertically, like we place an aron in the uh, sefer Torah in the aron kodesh, because that is derech kavod. To lie it down is not derech kavod. To stand it up, that's derech kavod. So, in other words, basically, Nemuki Yosef, you know, Rabbeinu Tam said the issue over here is one of kavod. Well, according to Rabbeinu Tam, lying down is more kavod than standing up. According to Muki Yosef, standing up is more covered than lying down. Right? If you're talking about somebody that's dead, of course you, you, you bury him lying down because somebody that's dead no longer can stand. You know, he's, that to, to stand him up is, is like Larash. But if you're talking about something that lives, something that, uh, a human being, so a human being when he lies down, isn't that more demeaning for him than when he stands up and he, and he expresses his human dignity? If somebody would walk out on the street and lie down in the middle of the, of, of, of the, of, of, of the street, we think that's 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 the meaning. To stand up shows human dignity. It shows it shows it shows presence. So Nemuki Elsay basically was working off Rabbeinu Tam, who set a certain agenda for the entire discussion. The agenda of the discussion is one of covered versus non-covered. And Rabbeinu Tam makes the assumption, and one of his rays are kfura that to bury somebody standing up is kfurat chamor. And he says. And therefore, everything should be lying down, not standing up. And the Muki Yosef challenges, accepts, adopts the agenda of Rabbeinu Tam, but challenges his conclusions. Who says that horizontal is more covered than, than vertical? Regarding burial, that's clear, because you're dealing with somebody who's dead, who no longer has any power, can no longer walk, can no longer stand. But if you're talking about uh, not a dead body, who says that Lying down is more covered than, 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 than standing up. The fact that we stand up when we, when we open the Aaron Kodesh and we see, or we walk with the Aaron Kodesh and then the Aaron Kodesh is in, is in, is in movement is, is because all of a sudden the, the Aaron Kodesh is in our presence and we have to stand up in order to show cover to the Sefer Torah. Not because you know, we're temporarily demeaning the Sefer Torah and therefore we have to get up to show deference. But we take it out of the Aaron Kodesh. Let's assume that Rabbeinu Tam is right, and we take the, it was lying down in the Aaron Kodesh, and we take it out, and we we pick it up. Okay, so we all stand up as we as we as we move the Sefer Torah from the Aaron Kodesh to the Bima. Is that because it's vertical, or is that because all of a sudden by by walking with the Sefer Torah in our presence, you know, we 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 feel more in the presence of Sefer Torah, and therefore we feel the need to show it respect, but not because being in a vertical vertical position is demeaning. Rabbeinu Tam brings that as a rice. Right. When we walk around with the Sefer Torah, we all have to stand up. And because it's no longer at rest, it's no longer lying down. But that doesn't mean that it's because it's in a demeaning position. It means because all of a sudden, you know, we feel in the presence of the Sefer Torah in all of its force as, as, as somebody is walking around since it's vertical and, and, not, and not horizontal. So basically what Namukhi Yosef does is he accepts the agenda of Rabbi Tam and says, yes, the issue over here is one of covered versus non-covered. But in order to mechabed the Sefer Torah, we want, we, or rather, in order to mechabed the mezuzah, we want it to be in our presence. We want it to be felt. We don't want it to be at rest. We want it to be, 
to be expressing something. We want the, maybe the Pasha Sunrat Tefillin to be vertical because we want them to be speaking to us through the, through the Tefillin. We're not interested in that, that they be at rest. Standing up is not demeaning. Standing up is, is presence. Standing up is, is, is being there. It's being nochach. So that's the Nemuki Yosef. But the truth is, there's probably no reason at all to accept the agenda of Rebbe Nutan. That the entire issue of our sugya is one of covered versus non-covered. Is that the only issue that uh, is at stake over here regarding the question of vertical or horizontal placement of the of the uh, of the mezuzah? First of all, let's take a look at uh, at the Rambam. The Rambam writes in Perek Hey Halacha Ches and Hilchos Mezuzah. Right? If you dig into the door and you place the mezuzah into the hole like a bolt, then it's possible. Now, from the Rambam, it sounds like the Rambam is not discussing horizontal versus vertical. The Rambam is talking about a question whether it's on the face of the mezuzah or whether it was placed inside the mezuzah. You drilled a hole into the side of the mezuzah and you stuck it through. Now that is not necessarily a problem of vertical versus versus horizontal. That's a question of whether it's on the mezuzah or whether it's in the mezuzah. Right? The next to Lach in the Rambam, Hemik Latefach Psula, if you if you place it, let's say, even vertically, but you dug into the mezuzah, you dug in a tefach, and you placed it, a tefach, inside the, inside the doorpost. It's possible. So if you drill it in, even though, let's say, part of it is towards the outside, but part of it is all the way drilled into the wall, you put it in horizontally into the doorpost. So you didn't place it on al mezuzah's pesecha, you placed it in mezuzah's pesecha. The Karen Ori already noticed this. And he writes, I mean, Rashi, Tosfos, the Iker Milsuhu, okay, Uksas Kashlafiza, Lama Talba Kimin Nagar, what does that have to do with a Nagar? You should write, Kavala Orech, Kavala Rochav, you should say it explicitly. Why say Kimin Nagar? Put it horizontally, put it vertically, that, that should be the Lashon. The Ilav de Mistafina, you know, had I not been afraid to go against, you know, all the traditional sources, because he drilled it in and he placed it into the doorpost. And it's not, and, and, and all you see from the outside is just the, the edge. Okay. The also sounds like what I'm saying. And the problem is that you don't see the mezuzah, you only see the tip. The problem is not, the problem is that it's, right, the problem is not that it's vertical versus horizontal. But he says, but had I not, you know, been bound by all the unfortunate, this is what I would say, Pshad is. Okay, so according to him, the problem is that it's not seen, it's not near eight. But based on what we said in the previous year, I think that one could very well claim 
that if the mitzvah mezuzah is to write on the doorpost itself using the medium of the cloth, but basically you're supposed to write the Shema on the mezuzah pesecha, so obviously the mezuzah has to be placed on the doorpost and not within the doorpost. Right? So that would be a reason to say that if you drill it into the doorpost and you place it there like a bolt, it's puzzle, not because of a question of kavod, maybe not because of a question that has to be seen, but because the mitzvah is uchsaftem al mezuzah, so it has to be on the surface of the mezuzah rather than within the mezuzah. So if I use that cloth, and by writing on a cloth and placing the cloth on a wall, in that way it's as if I'm writing on the avanim, I'm writing on the doorpost itself, so it has to be on the surface of the doorpost and not inside the doorpost. It occurred to me that also this, I mean, I'm just on the side, if you take a look at Rashi, when he talks about Nagar, you know, Rashi also seems to be talking about drilling it into the, into the doorpost. And the little drawing that we have actually has it going horizontally into the doorpost rather than on the face of the doorpost. But again, it's hard to know from the picture 100%, and clearly when it says psula, it says it should be la'orach, it should be vertical. So whether this is shot in Rashi or not, I don't know. But it is possible that if we talk, take the idea that we, that we developed last time, that the mitzvah mezuzah is to write it on the doorpost, then if I would write mezuzah on the doorpost, how would you write it? Would you write the words horizontally or, or, or vertically? Now, if you want to, if you place the mezuzah vertically, then when you unroll it and you have it, then you have the, it written on the mezuzah in a way that you can read it. On the other hand, if you have it, if you place it horizontally, then it's all written on the side. If you would have to write the Shema on the doorpost itself, how would you write it on the doorpost? Would you write it, you know, sideways, so you can read it when you turn your head, or would you write it, you know, one line under the, under the other? And the first line being the top line, the second line being one under it, and going from the top to the bottom. I would imagine that you would write Am Zuzos Beisecha from top to bottom. So if we accept our idea that the mitzvah is Uchsavtem Am that you write on the doorpost itself using the medium of a cloth, you know, for the reasons we explained in, 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 in last week's year, then I think Rashi's Shita would make much more sense. Okay, but in any case, as I mentioned, our minag is to place it vertically if we can. Basically, Allah is like Rashi, but if not, we try to place it vertically to cover both the Shita of Rashi as well as the Shita of Rabbeinu Tam. Okay, now I want to discuss a question of exactly where, you know, now that's the posture. Now, where should it be placed? How high up or, or down? So the Gemara says, Amrab Zera, Amrab Mat, Amr Shmuel, the mitzvah is to put it on the beginning of the upper third of the doorpost. You can place it on the whole doorpost as long as you don't place it on the tefach samach to the to the mashkov on top or on the tefach samach to the floor on the bottom. Meisve. Okay. Ravida says exactly like who was it, Rabbi Zera? Um, I'm Ravuna, I'm sorry. 
רב יוסי אמר, וקשרתם וחשפתם, מקשיר בגובה, וכסיב בגובה. זאת אומרת, זה בשלום על רב הונא, אדם רב יהודה, רב הונא זה זקזק רק רב יהודה. נת הפרסט תפח, נת הבעלם תפח, ואינטריה דור פוסט. אלא לשמוע אדם הקמאן. כשמו didn't say you put it, you know, towards the top. He said you have to put it on the, at that point, the third. Right? He didn't say you put it anywhere towards the top. But Rav Yossi said you have, you have to put it towards the top. So look Rav Yudah, look Rav Yossi. Because Rav Yudah said you have to put it any place, and Rav Yossi said you can put it anywhere, any place near the top. As Rav Yudah said, Rav Nassan, the Olam Rav Yossi. In actuality, he's going like Rav Yossi. Umayt chilat shlisha elyon de ka'amar l'achika. Shalom l'achika min ha'kor shomala yosem yishlish. That you have to be machik a little bit, you know, from the top, but you shouldn't go further down than a shlish. Okay. What this means exactly, we'll, we'll try to explain later. But basically, what it means is that you can, pay the, you can put it on any place, l'chora, in the top third section, uh, but you shouldn't go down further than that third. Okay. Now, there's a very big machokas between the Rambam and between... Uh, the rush exactly had a pask in this Gemara. The Rambam in Rabin Peg Vav Lachid Beis writes. You put a petchila shlosha elyon, like Shmuel said, you put it at that point, a petchila shlosha elyon, shalgova ashar, ve'im kavala ma'alam izek sheira, ve'u she'achikena min ha'mashkof tefach. In other words, you could put it, you should put it on, you know, the third of the doorpost. If you put it above that, it's kasher, as long as you don't go all the way to the mashkof. There has to be a tefach away from the mashkof. It sounds like if you put it under that third, it would be possible. The rush, on the other hand, writes, "Shlo yachik min hamashkof yosem mishlish kova shal pesach." You put in the shlish alyon, because you shouldn't go further down than a shlish. Avo yachal asita begova shal pesach ad mashkof. You can put it. You don't have to put it at that third. According to the Rambam, put it at the third, lechatchila. But you can put it further up as long as you don't go to the top. According to the Rush, lechatchila, you can put it in the entire top third, up to the mashkov. Yeah, it has no tefach. You can go all the way up to the mashkov. B'di'eved, it sounds like if you would put it under, mitzvah laniach b'shlishalyon. Shlishalyon is not at that point. Shlishalyon is the entire top third. Mitzvah laniach b'shlishalyon. But if you go under that, it's kosher b'diavet. So the Rif and the uh, and the Rambam are arguing on two points, and this is pointed out by the uh, in the Mordechai. There, there's a beer of uh, Rav Mordechai Bennett, and over there he more or less uh, explains the machlokes between the Rambam and the Rush that they're arguing on two different points. According to the Rambam, the mezuzah has should lechatchila be placed at that shlish, the top third shlish, at that point. But the Eved, you can go further up as long as you don't go to the ceiling. According to the Rush, 
L'chatchili, you can put it any place, from the third all the way up to the top, no problem with tefach, but Pidyevit, if you put it further down, it's also kosher. Now, we're not talking right now about what happens when you have a very, very big doorway, like, let's say, going into the old city in Yushalayim. Um, there's Yushalayim that says in those situations you can put it at uh, shoulder length. Right? And there's a machlokas among the Rishonim, whether the Bavli accepts the Yushalmi or doesn't accept the Yushalmi. That thing is not found in the Bavli at all. Does the, do we accept the Yushalmi, not accept the Yushalmi? A big machlokas among, among the Rishonim. Okay? That's not what we're discussing. We're discussing a regular normal size doorpost where, you know, you can put it on the top shlish without being too far, too, too high. Okay? So, what's the machlokas between the Rambam and between the Rush? So, first of all, it seems like, you know, wh- why according to Rambam does he have this, that you have to separate a tefach? Separating a tefach, that was the sheet of Ravuna. Ravuna said you put it at the entire doorpost as long as it's not a tefach above or a, te- a tefach to the top or a tefach on the bottom. Shmuel never mentioned anything about a tefach. Where do we have anything about a tefach according to Shmuel? Uh, and according to Rush, really, there is no din of tefach. So it seems that the machlokas between the Rambam and between the Rush is whether Shmuel is working off you know, of Rav Huna. We accept Rav Huna. The mezuzah, the basic mezuzah is, you know, the entire mezuzah, as long as it's a tefach away from the ceiling, a tefach away from the floor. When it's so high or so low, that's not the post, that's already too close to the, to the mashkov, it's too close to the, to the floor, that's already not, the doorpost has to be the doorpost itself, not the top or the bottom. Okay, so Shmuel agrees with that. However, he says, there's another din that says that just like the, the tefillin have to be the th- top third, so too, of the doorpost, which is, you know, a tefach down, you have to put it on the top third, right? The, 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 the drasha of that it has to be on the top third is accepting the first drasha, the first din of Rafuna as well. Right? That the din of Gova is in addition to the general din that has to be on, on the mezuzah itself, which doesn't include the first tefach and the second and, and the bottom tefach. So the Rashi base according to Ram, he says there's no reason. You know, there are two different halachas here. One halacha on the mezuzah. What is the mezuzah? The mezuzah, the doorpost is the entire thing except for top and bottom. And there's another halacha that tells you begova. So, Begova what? The top third, right? The top third, not including the part that's not a mezuzah at all, which is that top tefach. Okay? So, that's the shita of, of the Rambam. Lechatchila, it should be placed at the point of the third. But the Yevid, you can go even further up. Uh, according to the Kodesh HaKesif, the reason, uh, the way he reads the Gemara, Sheyachikena, Veloyachikena, more than a shlish, you know, the reason we put it a third is because we don't want your Chasm Shalom to be placing it at that top tefach. So if you take place it anyway in the top third, you might place it a tefach, you know, within the mashkov, and that would be possible. So what you have to do is, you know, go further down. But we don't want you to go too far down. So basically what you do is you place it at a third. Okay, that's according to, according to the Rambam. The Rush apparently understands that the din of Rav Huna was not, you know, was not an additional din to the din of uh, I'm sorry, the din of Shmuel is not an addition to Rav Huna, but it, it replaces Rav Huna. Whereas according to Rav Huna, you place it on the entire doorpost, except for the top and bottom, 
the the din of the Golba replaces that the place that you have to put it is on the upper third, not on the guf of the mezuzah, but rather on the gova of the mezuzah. If it's the gova of the mezuzah, so there is no halacha of tefach. Okay? Uh, so therefore, he understands that it could be placed on the entire top third, all the way up to the mashkov, because he's, his drasha is not in addition to the drasha of Rav Huna, but it replaces the drasha of, of Rav Huna. Okay? Uh, but of course, this halacha is, according to the Rosh, is only lechatchila napid because he says mitzvah anicha b'shlish elyon. It's just a mitzvah, and since that mitzvah includes the entire shlish, you know, under that is going to be kasha um, b'dyevin. So that would be the shita of 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 the Rosh. Okay. So we have his, you know, a question. The, according to the Rambam, it should be placed lechatchila at the third. But yeah, you can go further up as long as you don't hit the hit the the, the, the upper tefach. According to the Rush, lechatchila can face the entire top third, including up to the to the mashkov. But yeah, if you place it lower, it's also okay. When you talk about high doors, then even according to the Rambam, it's very possible you can put it lower based on the Yishami, that when you talk about a very very high doorway, you can put place it at shoulder at shoulder length.